Hello, and welcome to this Pushkin House podcast. Today we will be exploring the relevance and practices of the Russian Banya as part of our series of events and articles on the Banya. Its history is truly phenomenal. Predating the Tsar, the Banya's first known recorded reference was from the Apostle Andrew in the Russian Primary Chronicle of 1113. Historically, the Banya served as a way to allow the population of Russia to bathe before home showers and baths became the ordinary. As author and academic Ethan Pollock has put it in his book, Without the Banya We Would Perish, the Banya is eternal, and its practices are indeed as ingrained today in Russian tradition as they ever have been. I'm Madeline, and today I'm very glad to be speaking with Andre Foman, the founder and director of Banya Number no. One, which has premises in Hoxton and in Chiswick. Andre, thank you so much for joining me today. It would be great if you could start off by introducing yourself. Uh, hello, Madeline. Um, yes, my name is Andrei Fomin, uh, founder and managing director of Banya Number no. One, uh, first authentic uh, Russian bathhouse and wellness spa in London. And for those listening who aren't familiar with what the Banya is, could you explain a bit about the Banya and what makes it unique in comparison to any other kind of baths, for example, the Turkish or the Finnish sauna? Um, yes, well, very briefly, um, I would say that uh, it's closer to saunas. Um, it's kind of same uh, uh, route, um, the origins route. Um, but unlike conventional saunas, uh, as they're known in the kind of in the West uh, uh, today, um, a Russian banya generates uh, superheated steam as uh, water splashed on on a, on a uh, cast iron heated to 700 degrees inside an authentic brick furnace. So it's a, it's a large furnace, uh, which is the heart of the banya and uh, positioned in Parnaya. The, that's the name of, for the Russian steam room. And the environment is uh, different from the uh, environment you get in saunas or hammams. So the temperatures um, traditional Russian uh, banya temperature is about 70 degrees, so lower than in uh, saunas, and humidity uh, between 40 to 60 percent, uh, which is higher, much higher than in saunas. Um, so, for comparisons, uh, hammam is about 40 degrees Celsius and 90 to 100 percent humidity, uh, but uh, the it's all about the steam. The difference between sauna, the steam, the steam you get in sauna, and uh, the steam in hammam um, is um, miles apart from what you get in in Parnaya in Banya, uh, because as I said earlier, it's a superheated steam, uh, which is impossible to get from a normal open type um, stove like you get in a sauna. And uh, in hammams, the, the steam is completely different. It's more saturated, quite um, um, quite heavy, I would say, steam. So, of course, I've been to your banya myself, which was an amazing experience. Um, it would kind of be good if we could just talk about the process of, you know, once you've arrived and you've been shown to your booth, you change and then you go into what is the kind of the area with the plunge pool and the buckets um, that you tip on yourself. 
what would you do at this point? Um, well, uh, you start off with um, a warming up. Uh, your first visit to the steam room uh, shouldn't be long. It uh, normally lasts five to 10 minutes. And uh, you need to get used to uh, the uh, excessive heat uh, of the steam. As I said earlier, uh, the temperature of the room uh, is actually quite relatively low, uh, 65, 70 degrees. But it's all about the steam and the quality of the steam and you know how much of the steam we make. Um, so that can be very, can feel very hot. Um, so you need to get used to it. Then, then you leave uh, the, uh, the wet area, the, you leave the Parnaya and return to your the booth uh, with the table and your drinks and have some herbal teas, some water, kvass or other uh, drinks of your liking and kombucha perhaps. Um, and uh, then you rest uh, for at least double the time. So say you spend 10 minutes in the steam room, uh, you need to have a rest for about 20 minutes or 25 minutes, uh, ideally in the lounge cooling down naturally. So this process then can be repeated um, and you go on like this several times visiting the steam room. So if you go for Parenia, which I'll say 99% of our customers do, um, then um, typically uh, you can have it after uh, one or two uh, visits to the steam room. And after that, you probably have a more extended kind of uh, cooling down period. And then you can have some uh, something to eat because food is also important uh, a part of the experience of the buying experience, not only being kind of social element, but uh, uh, also you need to replenish those electrolytes that you lose while sweating because the objective of Banya, of course, is sweating to sweat, uh, sweat out the toxins. Um, and uh, you're not only losing water uh, with the sweat, but uh, salt, electrolytes. And so you need to replenish them through eating, uh, especially some salty food. Uh, therefore, uh, the traditional banya uh, sort of menu would normally consist of uh, some homemade um, pickles or so salty uh, um, salty food like cucumbers or, or tomatoes or uh, cabbage um, we also make uh, delicious uh, slightly salted uh, cured uh, salmon so the, the, these are the uh, essential uh, elements of banya experience and i know that you say that the banya should remain very traditional um, and I know that a traditional element of going to the Banya is the role of the Banshik. What is the historical role of the Banshik and what role do they play today in Russian bathhouses? Can you have a real Banya experience without the presence of a Banshik? Well, Banshiks are your hosts and figures of authority and uh, expertise uh, in the Banya. In many public baths in Russia, they play a role of banya community leaders, organizing numerous activities uh, like making steam uh, for group steaming, uh, ventilating and cleaning the steam room, 
and uh, demonstrating the art of Parinia to their fellow Bani goers. They are greatly respected by the Bani regulars and often are just enthusiasts who uh, come on certain days and everyone follows, forming community of Bani fans who keep going to the same Bani and on the same day of the week for years and years, sometimes decades. Panchiks are the souls of these communities. Uh, those banyas that offer treatments like parenia and body wash uh, employ banchiks that um, offer these traditional treatments uh, every day of the week. Of course, you can do it yourself. Uh, just buy venic uh, of your preference, usually it's oak or birch, and uh, use it uh, on yourself in the steam room, DIY style. You may even ask someone to do your back for you, uh, but it's not the same experience as a professionally done parenia. Uh, professional banshiks are real artists of steam. They are steamologists. They uh, are steam masters who take you to hell and back, you know, keeping it uh, on the edge of pain and pleasure and leaving you uh, feeling euphoric. And do you think that it's essential when you go to the banya that you have parenia done? Absolutely. If you if you uh, if you've been to Banya, um, I I believe that uh, if you haven't had a professionally done Parenia, then um, you you only experienced half of it, uh, half of the benefits and half of the uh, uh, you know the, the the feeling that you get uh, after Banya. Those who will have only seen pictures of going to the banya and haven't been to a banya themselves might be inquisitive about what the hats are that you have to wear in the steam room. Could you maybe just talk about the relevance of these hats and why they're so necessary? Um, yes, uh, the, the, the hats are um, it's a traditional protection from uh, keeping your head overheating uh, in the uh, in a very, very hot uh, steam inside the, the steam room. Um, the conical, uh, they're made of felt, um, and they, they, the conical shape of the heads also helps to direct the, the steam away from the, the sensitive skin of your neck and uh, uh, face um, onto your shoulders and back. Uh, so uh, the, this is the, the true purpose. I mean, some uh, Banya goers may um, uh, you know, enter the, the steam room um, without um, any hat, um, but I wouldn't recommend that uh, you, you can get um, overheated uh, and uh, you may even uh, you may even faint uh, from, from the heat of the steam if you're not experienced. And what made you start your business in London? Can you give me some context of your business timeline and how Banya Number no. One has grown since you opened? Well, my previous background is in leisure and hospitality, and particularly nightclubs. I've been working with the Russian community in London since 1998, organizing its nightlife and events. I set up propaganda promotions, propaganda club, and uh, Molten House Members Club. And I like being a pioneer. Um, that, uh, then you can set uh, uh, standards in your field. So I've seen how the Russian community uh, developing and growing in London. And I've noticed that uh, one thing still missing was the banya. 
So back in 2006, I started drafting plans and uh, looking for suitable premises. Then I was distracted by another nightclub project and only returned to the Banya idea in 2011. I got together a small team of uh, co-investors and uh, Banya funds and set up Banya number one in Hoxton by the end of 2012. So um, just uh, two days ago, uh, it's actually exactly eight years since we opened. The concept was to take the best uh, from an age-old tradition and uh, add a personal and friendly service and make it accessible for the wider community. And of course, it's all about an authentic uh, wellness experience. It was vital to make sure that uh, the key element of any banner is authentic. So we built a stove that weighed nearly four tons with cast iron load in, uh, heated to 700 degrees Celsius that generates superheated steam that we call light steam or легкий пар. This can be, can't be faked or achieved uh, with an open type sauna heater uh, as an environment inside Parnaya is, is very specific. So I wanted Russians to feel at home and to be proud of Banya as one of the institutions and cultural pillars. Um, our initial focus was on the Russian-speaking community, but uh, very quickly it became popular with everyone else. The main marketing drive was the world uh, word of mouth. We we just uh, had to keep up uh, with reputation and the, to be consi consistent with the product that uh, we created. And do you feel that it's important that Banyas do remain traditional and that they don't try to modernize too much? As in, should Banyas be similar to one another? Um, well, the core uh, of, of the Banya, which is Parnaya and the steam room and uh, the core uh, rituals and the treat treatments uh, uh, should definitely uh, be true to, uh, to, to, to itself and uh, should not be compromised with. Uh, so this is the uh, at the heart of uh, our business, at the heart of uh, um, our vision. Um, however, the the way um, you know, treatments um, play play a role in in the experience, you know, can be different, and the experience itself can be slightly different, uh, and can have some uh, variations. For example. Um, uh, traditionally, in uh, Russian banyas, so urban uh, bathhouses, there are two different um, departments uh, for men and uh, exactly the same one for women. And uh, the genders um, you know, have their ba uh, bus uh, experience separately. In countryside uh, banyas, um, it's just a, a family banya and uh, again, depending on, on families, on, on the uh, settings and traditions, uh, it can be either different or they can bathe together. Um, in, in our um, banya, we have only one um, kind of main you know, wet area, the banya, the parnaya uh, and facilities. So we have you know, both, both women only, uh, men only and uh, mixed uh, days, uh, as well as uh, a private uh, banner altogether.
So it's important to uh, to keep to the core of, of the banya, what banya is, um, and anything else um, is, is you know just an improvement. And what would you say is specific to your banya? What should clients expect out of going to banya number one? Well, I like to, to say that wellness is a new wealth and the people are now looking for an experience. So it's all about the experience. You know, combining the two extremes of hot and cold, it's uh, invigorating as well as relaxing. Um, it can be social as well as private. So typically over the course of the three hours, uh, you go through uh, organic uh, treatment uh, rituals and you do it uh, at your own pace. Uh, you have a booth way, uh, you have a booth with a table in, in, in a lounge uh, to relax and have some healthy and delicious food. Enjoy a private room or take an exclusive private banya taiga experience. We offer a selection of wellness and uh, spa treatments with ingredients uh, strictly natural and uh, organic and prepared in house just before the treatment. Uh, the key signature treatment is parenia. And uh, it's an invigorating thermal uh, massage that uses a leafy and fragrant uh, bundle of birch, oak, and eucalyptus twigs with superheated steam. It's quite intense and uh, invigorating, and you really feel alive afterwards. It boosts blood circulation and relieves tension and stress. Um, the service is friendly and personal, and uh, Banya is open to both members and non-members. Uh, said we have different single gender days and mixed sessions, which is, uh, I would say, novelty for Russian Banya. The mixed sessions, um, uh, I wouldn't say, are kind of standard uh, in Russia. So here, during our mixed sessions, we have a dress code, so you have to wear swimwear. And in the cafe area, you also have some artwork. Is there a specific significance to the artwork there? Does it relate to the Banya's history? Uh, yes, I mean, the, 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 hist the Banya history is very uh, uh, rich and um, goes back uh, centuries. And, uh, but the tradition uh, keeps uh, alive, uh, very much alive, despite of the um, kind of modern conveniences that um, you know every household uh, you know have and um, because it's it's it goes deeply um, in the Russian culture and I think majority of uh, uh, Russians um, would be introduced to Banya um, in their childhood I went to Banya first uh, when I was uh, five years old and I think uh, a lot of people did around that uh, that kind of age. Um, so it, it, some uh, keep going uh, with their uh, parents uh, to the uh, banya of their liking, as I was uh, explaining earlier, to this sort of communal bus where uh, community uh, keep forming around specific days and uh, people tend to um, keep those, those, um, uh, those traditions alive and uh, they continue going to the same banyas and even to the, on the same days as they, their parents used to. So this is an important uh, element and it's uh, represented in, uh, in art a lot. 
uh, in the Russian art, and also there is a lot of, um, uh, kind of historical uh, references and uh, you know, interesting uh, photographs remaining um, from those traditions uh, of uh, either countryside banyas, uh, which are normally kind of log cabins, or uh, you know, great um, urban uh, bathhouses. And in London, I know that there, well, I know that you know about the first banya that was ever present in London. Um, would you be able to explain a bit about that? Um, yes. Um, I, I said that uh, we, uh, you know, banya number one is the first in London, but uh, there's an interesting prehistory that uh, I've discovered after we opened. It started in the 19th century. Um, when Jewish immigrants escaping pogroms in Russia settled in London's East End. And together with kosher shops and synagogues, they started opening uh, Russian banyas. Um, so by 1885, there were at least uh, five Russian banyas in the East End of London. Uh, the, the most amazing thing I found was that uh, the marketing message was very similar to, to ours. I mean, I saw that from the sign uh, from one of the banyas that is still kept in the uh, Jewish Museum of London. Uh, the only difference uh, is the old names uh, of uh, health conditions that uh, banya was claimed uh, to be beneficial for. Um, and the last of the old Russian banyas in London uh, closed down in 1943. And the health benefits that people used to speak about from the banya, are they the same health benefits that you would say you can gain now from going to the banya? Has anything changed um, in terms of the practice? Are there any further health benefits um, that you can kind of receive from going to a banya? No, I mean, the, the, the same benefits, um, uh, nothing really changed. Uh, and the approach to Banya uh, is exactly the same. Uh, and it's both you know, physical and uh, mental benefits that you get from, uh, from the regular uh, visits to Banya. And can you perhaps describe a bit about what you've experienced yourself or what clients have said about what these benefits actually are? Well, the... Uh, as, as you go as you go to as you start going to banya regularly uh, you you certainly notice that uh, uh, your immune system uh, strengthens and uh, you don't uh, get any seasonal colds uh, or even flus um, it, it, it is noticeable um, and as you go to banya more and more regularly um, you, you feel that uh, it's like training. You, you feel that uh, you, you can take more of the heat and the, uh, the contrast that you get from plunging into the uh, uh, cold water um, has a greater effect as well. So it's it's longer lasting effect uh, the more you go to Banya. Because the effect from you know a visit to Banya can last uh, for a couple of days. You, you you feel energized. You feel you know kind of alive. And the mental benefits as well. Um, I'm assuming that it's a very good kind of stress relief. Uh, absolutely, it, it, it does help to um, you know to beat uh, uh, stress. 
Um, some people compare uh, Banya experience uh, with uh, meditation um, and it does clear your mind. This is another um, noticeable benefit that, that you get. Um, and uh, I, I hear this a lot from, uh, from our customers, you know, because I like uh, you know, getting feedback uh, from, uh, from everyone. And, uh, that's what I hear a lot. So the, the mental benefits. Uh, plus, you know, the social element, uh, it also helps to keep you happy. And in regards to the social element of going to the Banya, do most of your clients come in groups as opposed to coming on their own? Or are there kind of individual benefits to doing both? Because I know that the Banya historically is a very communal place. Yes, well, um, both. I mean, the, well, Banya has got this kind of duality. Uh, it's, you know, it's both uh, can be uh, social or private. You, know, you can uh, compare it with meditation if you come alone uh, or uh, enjoy the benefits of uh, um, being you know, so socially active uh, in, in, in Banya when you come with your friends or family. Um, and it's also nice to share uh, the experience um, with others. Um, and with regards to your clientele, would you say that the, it's changed in any way from when you opened to now? And what kind of people become regulars? Are they generally um, Russian clients or do you have a very international crowd? Uh, first of all, we don't have customers. Uh, we have funds. Um, and I would say that, um, you know, to characterize this, uh, they are intelligent, educated, and um, inquisitive individuals. They're also health conscious, well-traveled, and uh, like to try new things. Uh, so they're not really, you can't really say they are you know, Russian or, or non-Russian. We, we started uh, with uh, focusing with, uh, on, on Russian clientele, but... Uh, very quickly, uh, the proportion of uh, Russian and non-Russian um, became 50-50. And nowadays, uh, uh, it's even exceeding the Russian uh, proportion. So uh, another interesting fact that uh, the gender split is uh, also about 50-50. Um, so these are the, uh, the, the, the numbers. And I'll say that you know what? Uh, what we do is we take, you know, our customers uh, out of their comfort zone, and that's what make makes it uh, memorable. And once you try try it, you you get hooked, and often uh, it becomes a new part of your lifestyle. You know, banya you know, can be very uh, addictive. So more than uh, fifty five percent of our clientele are regular customers. Uh, many of them become our ambassadors, um, as more than 70% of new customers come by recommendation. Um, the, the most uh, common two words in all our testimonial books are amazing experience. And we gained uh, quite a following by uh, our celebrity fans like Kate Moss, Justin Bieber, uh, Rene Zellweger, uh, Emilia Clark, Liv Tyler. Tracy Ullman, Derek Chisora, Timur Bikmambetov, uh, and a host of Russian A-listers. 
it seems that the Banya and its influence is kind of really, really expanding, which is why it's so exciting that you've obviously opened this new location as well in Chiswick. Um, so I'm, I mean, did you kind of not have the capacity really to cater to everyone that wanted to come to the Banya in Hoxton? Uh, yes, we we always uh, always subscribed, um, and uh, that um, uh, that what um, made us uh, look for new locations. Um, um, as a lot of our clientele uh, traveling from uh, you know far locations uh, in in London or out, uh, outside of London, um, that uh, hopefully will make it easier for them. Um, to come to Banya more regularly. And with regards to the treatments that you offer at your Banya, what kind of treatments can you receive? What kind of products are used when you receive these treatments, aside from the Panaya? Well, our treatments are uh, all effective, uh, simple and honest. Uh, using the final natural ingredients, uh, you know, fi finest natural ingredients uh, we can you know, find. Uh, we make sure the skin is treated with the best uh, nature has to offer. Um, they're all prepared in-house just before your treatment. And you can have a traditional body wash done with a birch, venic uh, and uh, tar soap or honey and salt scrub and have a deep tissue massage, especially effective with your muscle warmed up after the steam room. Uh, a full body mask with aloe vera gel extracted from a full uh, fresh aloe leaf just before a treatment offers a nice soothing and uh, cooling effect after the heat of the steam room. Um, an organic mud mask uh, can uh, remove impurities and reduce the appearance of large pores on your skin. A hot food bath with sea salt and soda uh, is a great detoxifier and uh, boosts circulation. But, but uh, of course, the key signature treatment is parenia. You know, it's performed in the steam room and uh, we use Venix, uh, fragrant uh, bundles of birch, uh, oak and eucalyptus twigs. And this process is quite intense and it's not really about slashing you with oak or birch leaves, as you might imagine, um, but rather walking the steam around you to warm you so deep that you feel the need to plunge into the eight degrees chilled water afterwards. And the, the contrast causes release of adrenaline and uh, stress, stress hormones and immune, immense invigoration, you know, that, that you feel, after, feel afterwards. After the treatment, uh, you may also feel a tingling sensation and even uh, slightly uh, lightheaded. Uh, for si uh, someone experiencing uh, parenia uh, for the time, uh, for the first time, it's it's, it's so unexpected and uh, mind expanding that uh, they want to come back and do it again. Uh, it's quite addictive, and, and and the more you do it, the, the greater the effect you feel. And and um, the benefits of parenia um, basically it boosts your blood blood circulation and it relieves tension and stress. Uh, and it's very good cardiovascular uh, exercise. It, al it also helps with the post-exercise um, recovery and uh, used a lot um, in uh, uh, routines, in uh, kind of exercise routine uh, by people who um, intensely uh, exercise and sports people, uh, those who train a lot. Um, and also it's a great uh, cue for 
uh, of jet lag, um, as you will sleep like a log after banya. And one question that I think is quite important for discussing the UK and the kind of presence of banyas in the UK is, do you feel like here it is viewed as being a luxury or do you think that in the UK, as much as in Russia, it's a part of everyday life and everyday living? Well, uh, it's a combination of uh, authenticity and luxury uh, that actually feels genuine. Uh, we made it uh, accessible as we believe uh, in the benefits of regular use of Banya uh, to keep you fit and well. Uh, we have loyalty and membership programs designed to uh, help you beat stress and uh, use the benefits of Banya regularly, whether it's weekly, monthly or occasional. Um, and it should be a part of a healthy lifestyle. And of course, the social element of Banya, you know, helps uh, to keep them happy and uh, as people want to share their experiences with others. You would say that you can go to the Banya as a luxury, but you can also go as an affordable and everyday part of your lifestyle. Absolutely, yes. And, uh, and you know, you, you, you can have the best of the two worlds and uh, uh, you, you, you can have a choice, you know, whether you uh, go in a public uh, format in a, a public part of the banya or uh, take on uh, the uh, exclusive uh, private banya. Uh, we have a, an exclusive suite uh, uh, called Taiga uh, with its own uh, banya, its own parnaya. Um, plunge pool and uh, treatment rooms, uh, changing rooms, etc. So it's a completely private experience, and uh, the the steam room is also quite unique. There uh, is actually a real log cabin that we built on site uh, with the Kellor logs that we imported from uh, Russian taiga. Um, they were sourced uh, from Karelia, which is near Finland and uh, built on site, as I said, uh, using uh, traditional me methods, just uh, using ox and uh, chainsaw. Um, so it's a, it's a very interesting and uh, uh, the, the real thing, what you'd get in a uh, Russian countryside banya, a real log cabin. And you can, you can definitely tell the difference in the steam because I, I tried both, didn't I? It's, there's a real in intensity to the one in the log cabin. Well, thank you very much for, for speaking with me. Um, I guess one thing that I would like to maybe say at the end is, what would you like people to know about the Banya that they may not be aware of? Um, for example, someone who is skeptical about if the Banya would be a good experience for them, what would you say? I'm very gleeful, jealous uh, uh, with um, everyone who's trying Banya for the first time. And uh, because I know what's coming and uh, they often uh, don't uh, realize themselves um, uh, what's coming because it's, it's so such a powerful uh, experience. And um, you have to have it, uh, whether it's a, a, a tick on your bucket list or uh, whether you want to try something else and you're curious and uh, you're conscious about your health and wellness, uh, this is the thing to have. And, uh, you know, we've, um, 
I would like to add as well that I've I've chosen the Banya um, number one name, you know, for for the brand, uh, the purpose. Um, there's a tradition uh, in in Russia of giving numerical names uh, to the institutions like Banyas, uh, schools and hospitals, and we are the first in the UK. Um, number one also means uh, the best, and uh, with uh, others following our success and uh, inevitable competition only keeps us motivated uh, to be true to our name. Uh, we're constantly learning and evolving business and uh, always striving to do our best and deliver an unforgettable uh, experience. So, um, and my per personal mission, uh, I'd say, and that of the brands uh, is, is to bring the Banya experience uh, uh, to the world. And, uh, you know, as you know, we just opened the branch in Chizik uh, and uh, are working on another project in London to be opened in 2022. Um, the construction is already underway of the Banya uh, in the mountains in Tbilisi, Georgia. Uh, we are awaiting approvals for the project in Nice, south of France, and have plans for Dubai and uh, the United States. So uh, my message would be, uh, you know, keep fit and well by regular visits to a real Russian banya. Thank you, Andre. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Pushkin House podcast. It was presented by Madeleine Cookson, and the series editor was me, Rafi Hay. Our thanks to Andre Furman and everyone at Banyan Number One. For more content like this, make sure to subscribe to our podcast on Acast and Apple Podcasts, subscribe to our YouTube channel for videos of our events and concerts, and check out pushkinhouse.org to read our blogs, book tickets to upcoming events, and see the books and gifts newly available for 2021. Thanks for listening.